Hello and welcome to Inside Your County Government, a podcast that brings you an inside look at the people and events in and around county government that shape your Charles County. I'm your host, Brent Huber. In this episode, we're going inside our Planning and Growth Management Department to hear about a recent publication from Historic Preservation, Preservation Matters. Preservation Matters is a publication from our Planning and Growth Management Department that supports historic preservation in Charles County, and a 2019 edition has just been released. Joining me right now are managing editors Kathy Thompson and Beth Groth. Hello. 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 How are you guys? Doing well today. Doing well. Good. So, Kathy, let's start with you. Tell us exactly who you are and what you do and how that relates to being a managing editor. Um, Kathy Thompson. I'm a preservation planner with the Charles County Department of Planning and Growth Management, and uh, my area of expertise is historic preservation. So I work on a lot of the long-range preservation programs, um, including outreach, and this is one of our key outreach pieces. Awesome. Beth? And I'm Beth Groth. I also work as a preservation planner um, for the department, and I do a lot of the historic preservation review for the, the development stuff that we do. And so a lot of the stuff that's in this this version of the magazine actually happened throughout that process. So we can say that you guys know your history. <laughs> <laughs> Some of it. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> awesome. So how does a publication like this support historic preservation? So uh, Preservation Matters is really the feature community outreach piece for the Charles County Preservation Program. It's really an excellent opportunity for us to spotlight all the amazing research that goes on in the county every year, both as part of the long-range preservation program and the development review. What's the development review side? So when we have different projects come in for review. Oftentimes they have to determine what types of resources, cultural and archaeological, that are on a property. And as part of that process, they end up um, oftentimes finding out some interesting stories and, and information that you know we didn't we wouldn't have known had they not come in for a development um, project. So what, what what happens is that somebody wants to develop a piece of property and then you guys do some research to see if there's any historic significance to that property and then work from there, right? Right. So what the magazine now does is it takes some of that research that's been done by you guys or outside in the community and highlights it. So... Let's talk about what's in this issue. So um, just to step back for a second to clarify on that, identification is always the first step in preservation planning. So it's important when we're working with a site, no matter what's being proposed, that we identify what resources are there and Only after that can we sort of uh, assess whether or not they're significant and whether or not they need Uh to be preserved. So um, sometimes the identification leads to 
preserving the sites. And then sometimes we find an interesting story, but the resource may not uh, lend itself to preservation. So uh, demolition um, or um, site development a lot of times goes forward, and this research may be you know, the, the only lasting mm-hmm. part of that story remaining. Um, sometimes sites are preserved through this as well, um, but um, either way, identification is key uh, as the next step in, in the planning process. So and once you have going. identified the, the, the site, then things continue from that point as to how to, or if you should preserve it, how to preserve it, and then document, document document all of that so that it's there for generations to come, correct? Mm -hmm. And and Preservation Matters kind of gets into that documentation part, doesn't it? Right, yeah. Yeah. But it's just a little bit more than what just you guys do. I mean, I was looking through this issue, and it's a beautiful issue, and there's, there's people involved that aren't really part of county government, right? Oh, absolutely. A lot of the projects that we work on are um, with all kinds of partners, uh, both members of the community, citizens, or our partners at the local or state or even national level. Um, so preservation is kind of a team sport. Mm-hmm. And to really know the stories and the, understand the resources, we need to hear from a whole range of experts, including um, the people who are closest to that history. So I was looking through this issue, and there's this really interesting article in there on the tobacco barns in Hughesville. And it was stuff, I mean, I've been in this county all my life. It was, there was stuff that I never even, never even realized. Yeah. yeah. So can you talk about what's, what's in this issue? The Hughesville stories, there are two of them, are some of my favorites because there's always been a lot of attention to tobacco culture and growing tobacco and curing it in tobacco barns. Southern Maryland tobacco barns are so iconic. And this really focuses on the other side, the marketing uh, process and how that worked and how it really led to the development of a whole town. Um, And I'm referring to the village of Hughesville. The Hughesville warehouses have always been recognized as unique and with some historic significance, but I think many people will learn a lot about the details of the loose leaf auction market and also how that really led to the development of the entire community. Yeah, and and it kind of led for change, too, in the way things were, were done with the selling and distribution of tobacco outside of the the farmers and the growers. Right. Yeah, really good. Looking to know what's going on in the community? Want to get the latest news and discover incredible things to do in our county? Well, now you can and have it delivered right to your inbox. Subscribe to Charles County Government's e-news and learn about special events and all the amazing things to do in Charles County. Visit www.charlescountymd.gov and click on the envelope to subscribe. One of my stories in this issue is the story of the German immigrants um, that we uncovered largely because of a mining um, development proposal. And we ran across references to the German 
immigration, um, colonization land company. And we thought, what on earth is that? And it turns out it led us down this winding road where we um, learned about an entire community of German immigrants that came to Southern Maryland in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Um, And they were recruited to um, farm the land after so many people had left Southern Maryland after the Civil War. Mm -hmm. And um, it's such an interesting story that in many ways was lost. Names like the Epps and the Numerectors and the Kellers and the Meinharts um, all lived in a tight-knit community in northern Charles and southern Prince George's County and worked really hard to be part of the wider community. And those Uh, are some Charles County names that I recognize. And somebody that's been here for a while would certainly recognize some of those names. And that would have been a piece of history that if you weren't investigating or doing research could have just been lost. Yeah. And like so many other pieces of Charles County's history, it's known to some, to many. It's just that it hasn't been widely shared. And so this is an opportunity to connect with those stories and with the people who hold those traditions that can share them with a larger audience. So the German immigrant story, we really are just scratching the surface. And I know there's more to the story. And one of the things we do in the article is we encourage folks who know more of this to contact us because we'd like to um, develop that further. And that's part of the outreach, too, is that being able to, to put stuff like this out there and say, hey, if you know anything more, you have anything to, to contribute, contribute. Right. And that's why it's important. Absolutely. One of the um, feature articles, this, this issue, is the volunteer day that we held in, um, at Mount Hope Baptist Church, which is the oldest African-American church um, in Charles County. And so this was really, I think, an, a nice effort of a, a community that came together with lots of a huge amount of volunteers to help document the cemetery that's actually at the church um, and also to identify some uh, new grave sites that were recently developed as part of another cemetery nearby called the Carroll Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And so we had a huge onslaught of volunteers that were out there you know, looking to try to identify the, the graves and also work with the cemetery documentation. So it was really a neat project. Um, it all kind of happened in one day, and we're still, you know, working with with the folks in the community and Ruby Thomas, Reverend Ruby Thomas, who's been really awesome um, from that area. And so that's a really interesting story. And also in this issue, we wanted to kind of start picking up a different aspect of preservation, but the land preservation. And so we're kind of highlighting the rural legacy area where there's a grant program and people can actually get funding for properties that are in that area. So put an easement on their property. So that was one, another thing that we kind of wanted to start highlighting in these issues. It's not just about the, um, the cultural landscapes, but it's also about the you know, the landscapes in general and mm-hmm. preserving those because those are tied to the cultural aspects oh, of absolutely. the county. We we are preserving a lot of properties, um, you know, close to a thousand acres every every year for the past three years now. So I mean something we really would like to highlight in this in this magazine. 
Uh, and one of the things that the article focuses on is the layering of um, preservation resources and um, that through this particular program, the Rural Legacy Program within the Zakaya Watershed, we have preserved the landscapes for any number of National Register properties or easement properties. So as Beth said, it is about, um, especially in historically rural communities, preserving the land is as much of the resource as the buildings themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that, and and I and I, you know, I've talked to you guys before, and it just amazes me that every time I do, I learn something, and it's like you said, it another layer gets opened up at just how deep and how important this really is. Mm-hmm. So this is not the premier edition or the first edition. You've been doing this for a while. No, this is our third or fourth fourth, fourth. issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every year it grows. And every year I think the design um, becomes even better. Uh, we have an amazing media department. And Tina Kozlowski is our designer who does just a fabulous job. We're very fortunate to um, have her, her skills to bring to this project. And I think the content gets better every year, too. Uh, we get more and more people interested in submitting articles. I will tell you, it's gotten thicker. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because I worked on, you know, I worked on it. uh, I did some photos for for one last year and uh, yeah, I picked this one up and went, oh my gosh. It's hefty. Yeah, it's hefty. (laughs) (laughs) So what's it like being managing editors? Oh, it's a joy, really. I mean, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of um, tedious editing. And the hardest part is finding the photographs to tell the story as much as the the text. Um, Especially original photographs. Original photographs. And high quality. (laughs) A good resolution. (laughs) Yes. And we've spent a couple of years sort of coming up with um, guidelines for contributors so Mm -hmm. that it's... um, um, as easy as possible to to pull everything together, but it t- it takes quite a bit of time. Oh, um, yeah. We have we were fortunate this year. Ben Schultz on our Historic Preservation Commission is an editor um, by profession, so he has jumped in and did a lot of the copy editing. So that helps tremendously. So yeah, it's it's a team effort. Absolutely. So where can somebody get a copy or see a copy? Because I know it's it's there's. Not too many in print, but it is digital. Yes, yes. You can visit the county website, www.charlescountymd.gov, or you can stop by the Charles County Welcome Center, which has copies, as well as the Port Tobacco Historic District. I know they would love love to see you there. Awesome. All right, Kathy, Beth, thank you so much. And I will include a link directly to the magazine in the show notes for this podcast. So go to www.charlescountymd.gov slash podcast and look for this episode on historic preservation and there'll be a link directly to the magazine. How's that? Sounds great. Thank you, Brent. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can find more great podcasts online at charlescountymd.gov slash podcast. Like this episode and head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We can be found under Charles County Government.